Welcome to the Saguaro Books Radio Hour. This program is a showcase of middle grade, young adult, and new adult fiction. Your host is Mary Nickham, the founder of Saguaro Books, LLC. Saguaro Books is a unique publisher, and this program will show you why, as we bring you the authors and the books of new authors and more. Now, here's Mary Nickham. Before we begin today's show, I want to share with you an email I received regarding our show last week, The Critique Groups. Critique groups are helpful at all levels of writing and all genres. For the beginner, the group helps give them direction and a sense of what to expect in the journey to publication. Critique groups can also build self-confidence in your own writing skills as you listen to other authors' comments and suggestions about your work. As a new writer myself, I have had very positive experiences in helping a member of a critique group for the last four years. Being a member helps me broaden my perspective and understanding of the writing, marketing, and publishing phases of my creative works. I find through the support and sharing of information from the group, I can get to my final draft more quickly. The critiquing phase is especially important for self-publishers. It helps broaden their perspective on how their target audience will be receptive to their original literary works through the constructive criticism and encouragements of those in the critique group. It also helps to hear others share their tips on marketing and publishing, often a very daunting phase of getting your writing into print. Happy writing. And thank you. Uh, This was a very interesting uh, comment, and uh, hopefully you will continue to share comments on uh, on the shows or questions or uh, any other interactions. And uh, feel free to call us or email us. Okay, on to our show, Submitting to Saguaro Books. Okay, you've heard the last few shows, and now you've decided to take the big step of submitting. Before you do, though, you'd like to know more about the process, so it's time to take a walk through these steps. So if you've decided you want to submit, this is what has to happen. First, the author's first contact is a query letter. The query letter is a short one-page introduction to, of, written to the publisher, stating one, the subject of the book, a brief under 100-word description of the story, projected length of the manuscript, word count, not pages, but word count, and author background. Now, for the, uh, the brief under 100-word description of the story, is a, a very succinct uh, description of the story arc, the beginning, the middle, and the end. Uh, it says that if you can not summarize your uh, sentence, actually what they told us when I was uh, beginning this writing process and publishing process is that you need to be able to describe your entire story in less 
than 85, than at less than 25 words. Now that's of course more than, uh, you know, less than 100 words, but uh, on the query letter, we say limit it to 100 words or less. The best query letter I've ever received to date is something that I want to share with you because I think that it is a perfect model of what is said to be, uh, to be required. Now, this starts out, and uh, she introduces the uh, book title and, uh, and the idea, and then the story itself, and then she finishes with her author biography. So, beginning, did you know Park Hour is the fastest growing extreme sport in the world? This sport combines parkour moves with free running and is widely popular with middle school children and young adults, but underrepresented in fiction. Parkour, the undertow, is my completed 2,800-word upper-middle-grade novel. This contemporary action-adventure story has a strong male voice and a unique appeal to boys 16 to 18 years of age, but will also be an attractive read for girls. A 14-year-old boy from Southern California forced to abandon his carefree life of surfing enters a world of distrust, spies, and lies in the heart of the cold of cold gray London. His dad, the only link to his past life disappears, and a mysterious package, his only link to finding his father, vanishes. He discovers the key to finding both missing pieces of the puzzle and living to tell about it. Parkour. Living strong, uh, living along the white beaches of Florida for over a decade gave me a passion for the ocean and its addictive beauty. Teaching fifth grade for many years gave me a passion for world history and geography, particularly England. Currently, I am an art education and amateur photographer. I'm also a member of Children's Book Insider and am involved in their outline, online critique groups. I have closed the first three enclosed the first three chapters for my consideration for your consideration I look forward to sharing the entire manuscript with you thank you for your time now see this this letter first tells what the story is and this of course is park hour the undertow is her working title uh, we changed the title eventually to um, to par uh, to free runner and it was, uh, we try to keep the titles to a short and to the, uh, to two to three words. So that's why we, uh, and, and I want it to be descriptive of something that, that people will recognize and, and grab the reader. And so she, and she told, you see, she told middle grade novel and uh, boys 12 to 16, and also girls. So that helps us uh, realize that she knows what her audience is and has probably done some research on that. She's a teacher, so she knows kids at that age. Um, and then it goes on to tell about what happens in the story. 
uh, briefly, very briefly. It's less than, I think it's, I figured it out, it was about 70 words at the most. And then she goes on to tell why and how she is qualified to write this book and how much her story has been critiqued and, and uh, prepared for publication. So this gives me an idea as a publisher what uh, to expect and whether I would be interested in the query or not. So that way, I can write to her and tell her that, yes, uh, I think we are interested. And so based on this query, we're convinced the story may have possibilities. So we respond to the author requesting the first three chapters of the book, accompanied by the instruction sheet. Now, this is the real important part of, the, uh, of requesting the first three chapters and try to get authors to take it seriously because this is the first step at this point. Now, if we had had a problem with the story as far as where it went or what it was about, then we would not even ask for the chapters. We just write back and tell them, uh, I'm sorry, this does not fit with our publication goals. It isn't the type of book we publish. I sometimes get queries for picture books or for chapter books. Uh, say, sorry, this isn't this. We do not publish picture books or chapter books. And so, uh, you know, you have to hunt another publisher. I do not make recommendations to other, for other publishers for them to send to other publishers. That is not my job mm -hmm. either. Uh, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I don't know what the other publishers would really are really looking for, and that's the author's job to research the publishers and to to look and see what what's what are they looking for. Who's looking for a chapter book? Who's looking for a picture book? Okay, so now, based on this query, then we go to the first three chapters. And why do we want the first three chapters? First, it shows us the author's writing style, including punctuation, grammar, and ability to follow instructions. Now, that's uh, not a small thing. Uh, authors have a hard time sometimes following instructions from the publisher because they feel that they already have this story where it ought to be and they don't really know what, what direction to go with it. So we try to help them. So why the first three chapters? Giving our editors a feel for the story and how we expect it to develop. To develop. The first three chapters gives us an idea of where uh, this thing is placed, what the story uh, setting is, the structure, the, the writing style. And the writing style is very important because if it's written uh, too adult-like, uh, this isn't going to work for kids, uh, middle grade and young adult. Um, young adult maybe, but for certain middle grade, it's not going to work. So we have to, uh, we can watch for that. And will it captivate readers? Do we want to read more? 
Is this a page turner? And that's very important because if we read the first three chapters and we think, ugh, you know, I don't know if I could make it through anything more of this or not, then we have to write back to the author and tell them, now, this, based on the first three chapters, we don't feel that this is a publishable work at this point. We don't think the ideas are uh, suitable. It it's, doesn't seem to be going in the right direction or even in any direction for that matter. And so that's the, uh, that's the big thing on, on that. Will it captivate readers? Is this going to be something a fifth grader is going to sit down and look at and start reading and just keep reading? Or is this child going to pick it up, read the first few sentences and say, ugh, you know, I don't want to read this. This is a waste of my time. i got more things to do that are more fun. So that's, uh, that's a problem with captivating kids. And it's all got to do with whether this child is interested in this type of story, of course. And not every child is interested in every story. That's why we have lots and lots of books, because there's uh, something for every child to choose from. And we're hoping to put this out for the children to choose from. And it may be of interest, and it may not. But that doesn't mean that it isn't publishable, because it may be of interest to a group of children. So we have to, uh, to be able to broaden our perspective a little bit, too. And we do. We've tried to, to get things for everything from sports to uh, historical to, to just about anything a child would, understand, would enjoy. And uh, we do quite a bit of fantasy stuff and, uh, and go on from there. Now, based on our editor's recommendation, we either write to the author with a rejection notice telling the author why we rejected it and provide some information as to what can be done to improve the writing with no request to resubmit, of course. We do not want to look at a, 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 a paper to come back if we have already written a rejection letter. And this is what most publishers, I don't know of any publisher that would expect or even welcome another a resubmittal of a, pay, a, a book they have already rejected. Uh, it, it just doesn't work. It doesn't happen. Uh, it's not a good idea, and uh, publishers are going to just put it in the trash and the recycle. So that is not uh, a viable thing. A rejection letter is final. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't submit to another publisher, but you cannot resubmit to the same publisher again. I have gotten one, I think I've had one author do that to me, and I ended up having to write back and tell him, look, you know, we already rejected this title once. Uh, you may well have uh, re reworked it, and that's fine but you should submit it to another publisher because we are not interested, period. Thank you for sending us your query. We appreciate, this is a, a sample rejection letter and I, uh, I think that this is, is something that you must listen to, but you may or may not get it. Somewhere along the line, you're gonna get one. 
Thank you for sending us your query. We appreciate the opportunity to consider your work. Unfortunately, after careful consideration, we have decided to decline this uh, uh, submission because the manuscript has been submitted prematurely and therefore is not consistent with our publishing goals. We recommend Strunk and White's Elements of Style, but other avenues are our critique partners, professional editors, and online websites. Our perspectives are subjective in nature, and another publisher may feel differently. Good luck. And this is, is always true. Once you get a rejection doesn't mean you should take the manuscript, uh, stick it in the wastebasket, or push the delete button on your computer, or anything like that. It just means that for whatever reason, you submitted to the wrong publisher. Now, there is some, some uh, points in here that you, the author needs to pick up on. It said it was pre, they, this publisher, we, felt that you submitted the manuscript prematurely, which means it isn't completely uh, edited, it isn't, uh, the, the things don't fit together right, and so it's, it's just not going in the right direction. And so you have to, uh, to read, the care, read the letter carefully because there are some hints in here. I say, we recommend Strunk and White's Elements of Style, but other avenues are critique partners, professional editors, and online websites. So these are ways, are suggestions for the author to get uh, some help. And this is, is what we try to do. Because we're dealing with first-time authors, we try to give them as much help as possible and not, not too many out-and-out -out rejections. We, uh, we give them some hint of a direction to go. And, our, uh, and so we write the, to the author and tell him to, uh, you know, get, uh, get some help. We will see you back in a couple minutes. Don't go away. the boardroom to you voice america business network saguaro books llc is a publisher unlike most publishers that you've known what's unique about us is that we don't work with agents we work directly with the authors we're a fiction only publisher that specializes in first-time authors middle grade and young adult fiction and we have a new section for new adult fiction find us on the web at saguarobooks.com all of our books are also available on major ebook sites and a variety of formats. Find something new to put on your reading list today. Visit saguarobooks.com. 
Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you are interested in the business of rental equipment, be sure to check out Rental Equip Talk Radio with host Donald Charbonnet. We talk to some of the top names in the rental industry, as well as cover topics that include safety, training, fleet management, legal issues, and more. We'll also cover the history and future of the rental equipment industry. Rental Equip Talk Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to the Saguaro Books Radio Hour. To speak with Mary Nickham or her guest, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or you may send an email to mjnickham at saguarobooks.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. We just finished talking about uh, rejection letters. And uh, now we're going to talk about the author, talk to the author who we found the story sounded good and we want to see more. Our editor said that we want to know where this story's going because we just didn't, uh, didn't get enough. So we want to read more. And that's always a good sign when the editors say, we want more. You know that. And so we write and request the entire manuscript and send it along an instruction sheet. And the instruction sheet will read, If we have encouraged you to submit a full manuscript, you must adhere to the following. And this gets really uh, tricky in a way, and yet it's something that you have to pay absolute attention to because it doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't help if you don't follow through correctly with the instructions. It just takes a lot longer to get things done. If we have encouraged you to, submit to the, you to submit a full manuscript, you must adhere to the following. On the subject heading, place sub colon title of your work. Within the body of your email, including the following in your cover letter. First, your real or legal name. Your pseudonym, if any. Email address along with your website link, if any. Hopefully you have an email address, but whether you have a website or not at this point is a little bit more questionable. The title of your work. The genre. Now, you, you ought to know the genre that you're writing in. Uh, are you writing in fiction, uh, young adult fiction, middle grade fiction, nonfiction, uh, historical fiction, you know, that kind of thing. That's, that's what we're looking for, just something of a general idea of what, 
what the uh, manuscript is classified as. And then the word count. And that word count is very important because it tells us what size manuscript we're dealing with. Uh, we do not want manuscripts that are over 200,000 words. Now, for a kid, especially for a middle grade, that's too big. Um, middle grade would run not more than 40, uh, 40 to 60,000 words. Uh, young adult usually goes more into the 80 to 100,000 or maybe even 150,000 words. Uh, 200,000 is a pretty long uh, young adult book, but not, com not out of question. But over that, it's, I think, too long. Please attach the following with your cover letter introduction, making sure your manuscript includes your name, pseudonym, title, snail address, word count, genre, and email address on the left-hand side of the opening page on the upper left corner. And that is standard for any publisher that I've ever dealt with. And so it is, it's something that gives the publisher something to immediately connect the uh, manuscript to because when we have to log it in, we have to keep a lot of different manuscripts from a lot of different authors all straight. And it makes it very much easier to get something on the top of the, of the manuscript from the uh, beginning. Okay, so your full manuscript in Word. The left, uh, let's see. Yes, your full manuscript must be in Word or um, uh, that, that's basically it. The rich text file uh, will work, the RTF, but we really require, request that you use Word. <clears throat> Excuse me. A brief 300-word synopsis in Word or RTF, chapter by chapter, is discouraged. But we want this 300-word synopsis. It's a really shortened description of the book from beginning to end, and not chapter by chapter because this gets a little long and a little difficult to, uh, to uh, you know, synthesize. So what we want is a very short uh, description. The name and name the file title, your name, whatever. Uh, what we use is the t uh, example is uh, the title of the work is Shimmering, and then there's an underscore and your name. And that's uh, all you really need on this. All of our submissions are electronically based. We do not accept snail mail submissions, and we will confirm receipt of manuscript upon arrival. Now, as soon as I get it, the author gets a, uh, an email from me saying, or one of my editors saying, this is, uh, this is what, what we've got. We've accept, we're, we're logging in your manuscript and we're going to track it this way. Now, if you have not received something from us immediately after you submit, if you're concerned, write to us and ask us if we received it. 
don't just sit and wait for months before you contact us uh, because it, it, we may not have received it. It has happened. And so it's important if you do not get a message within 24 hours that your manuscript has been received, you better contact the publisher to find out what happened. Okay, now the formatting, that's the next thing. Use, please use Times New Roman regular 12 point font, no exceptions and no decoratives of any sort. Use an extra line in between to indicate scene break, not as a row of asterisks. That is not necessary and we don't use it and it just is, is just not, it's just very irregular. So don't just use that extra space, the extra line, and it will work fine. Use only one space after the end of sentence punctuation. Only one space, period, space, next word. Uh, that's a break from the old typewriter thing where we were all taught in typing class to period, space, space, next word. Not so. Uh, word does uh, its standard is a period one space and it goes and that's all you need and all it does is complicate our situation if you do this double space thing because it just it's it's just not done and we use word and that's the way it goes chapter headings in 14 point bold Never use all caps. There's no room for all caps for any uh, use in our, uh, in our publishing uh, manuscripts. And no page numbers. Uh, we'll number pages eventually, but we don't do it now. And we don't want your page numbers. Manuscripts must be a space and a half lined. And no decorative formatting. Heaven's sake, you don't know how many times I see all these strange little, uh, you know, they try to do, some authors try to do um, uh, set-asides and uh, all kinds of sidebars and stuff like that. And we don't use that in fiction. And we don't uh, put uh, separate paragraphs for certain things. What we do do is do use different typefaces for uh, for if the story is is a uh, say it was a sea story or something, and you've got the uh, uh, notifications going out over uh, particular modes of, of communication other than the normal uh, telephone and, and, um, and email, then we do set a different typeset for that. But that's up to us to do, not to you. The author doesn't do that kind of thing because they don't know what we use. And so it just complicates things tremendously if you try to do all those things up front. Leave it up to us because we are the ones who make the final decision on that kind of thing. And we, um, we work 
conscientiously to because we have our own uh, conventions and rules for publishing and our editors know how to do these things and we don't really need any hints from the author as to how to do it. So we just go ahead and, and, uh, and ex take the story because we're going to be much more interested in how the story develops, how it's written, uh, how the, uh, the grammar and the syntax and all that fits together. That's the point we're at right now when we're looking at a full manuscript. We're not worrying about uh, how it's set up. We do set up and layout much, much later. So we have to go about accepting the story first. And this is what you're doing now. You're submitting a full manuscript because your query letter caught our attention. And we're saying, yeah, I think we're interested in that. And let's, uh, let's take a deeper look at it. So you've, we've sent you this instruction sheet and it tells you what we need at this point. And uh, if we get past this point, then we'll go to another one. But right now, we're at the, at the early stage. You've passed the first hurdle, and that was the query. You got our attention. We said, okay, let's get this, uh, let's look at this manuscript some more. The story sounds like it might have some potential. And that's what we're figuring. And so we want to see what is the story all about. Does, the, uh, does it have a story arc? Can I find the beginning? And the, uh, the, the big uh, arc, the top of the arc, the, the big uh, story uh, center. And then, then there's the resolution at the end. And how does it end? Does the, uh, you know, does the boy and girl get together? Do they lose track of each other and do on their own lives? Or how does this all end? And that's very important because uh, it does matter in stories because kids want an uplifting story. They very seldom look for tragedies that are where they feel let down and depressed because the boy and girl didn't get together after all, but there has to be some reason why they didn't get together, you know? Uh, was uh, one of them killed in an auto accident? Uh, was one of them uh, somehow, uh, you know, unable to, to fulfill the relationship? But did that relationship go asunder because of their, uh, or is that something that they had no control over? And are they, did they adjust as best they could? So this is, this is the kind of things that, that we look for. And if that is uh, a problem for the author, then we'll have to write to the author and tell them that, um, you know, there are some problems here. We need to know what happened to this young woman. Did she uh, disappear? Did she drown? Did she fall overboard? Um, you know, what happened? And if she did, how did she fall overboard? Was she pushed? 
or did she really fall or was she doing something that she was trying to attract attention or what? So this all needs to be set up in the story. And if we can't find these threads and the threads don't come together, then the author has to know that. And that's why I'm hoping that the author has, <laughs> has had some experience with critique groups because this is what critique groups can help you do is the resolutions of the, of the story and also even with the back in the, the front in the beginning. Are the characters introduced properly? And do you have characters that suddenly show up in the middle of the story with no introduction? Well, where did this guy come from? You know, you can't, you can't do that because kids are, oh, I never met that guy before, you know. And so there, when you get into a story, you feel like you need to know these people. And if you find somebody you don't feel like you know, that's a stranger, that can cause a problems and disruptions in the story. Okay, and at the end of the, uh, of the instruction sheet, it does discuss royalties and contracts just a little bit. It says, our books are published in digital and paper formats. Our royalty payments are delineated in our contract. Books will be sold in our online website bookstore on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and on several ebook platforms. Our contract is for three years and is renewable. Now, we do not put any more contract information in that at this point because we don't know if we're going to offer this person a contract anyway. And some of the contract information, most of the contract information is proprietary, and so we don't put it out to just everybody. So we wait until uh, we're interested in, uh, in the work, and then we're ready to contract. Now, the, uh, uh, so the publisher will read, uh, and, and we will read it and give the author some indication of what is, uh, what, what is the status of their manuscript. And I believe we're going to go to break at this point. So we will be ready. We will see you back in a couple minutes. Don't go away. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Saguaro Books, LLC is a publisher unlike most publishers that you've known. What's unique about us is that we don't work with agents. We work directly with the authors. We're a fiction-only publisher that specializes in first-time authors, middle-grade and young adult fiction, and we have a new section for new adult fiction. Find us on the web at saguarobooks.com. All of our books are also available on major ebook sites and a variety of formats. Find something new to put on your reading list today. Visit saguarobooks.com. It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insight from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward, earn that promotion, get hired into the career you want, and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
You hear about it all the time. Compromises, destructive malware, major breaches. You can't turn on the news without hearing about the latest cyber event. Learn more about cybersecurity, how it has become one of the most significant threats to our national security, and the battle experts undergo every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Task Force 7 Radio with host George Redis is the voice of cybersecurity around the world. Tune in live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to the Saguaro Books Radio Hour. To speak with Mary Nickham or her guest, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. Or you may send an email to mjnickham at saguarobooks.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back. Okay, now the author reads the instruction sheet and decides it's not too big a deal and decides to work over the manuscript to submit. Now what will happen? When the author submits the full manuscript, it is sent to two to three editors who edit and read it for publication value. And we've already discussed that quite a bit. Will it interest middle grades 6 to 9 or young adult grades 10 to 12? Students or, or will it fit better in our new adult section, ages 18 to 25? That's our newest section now, so that helps us get uh, some of the manuscripts that are not are kind of bleed-overs into a higher age group, gives these authors a little bit more room to, to, uh, to publish. Is the writing appropriate for the target age level? And how much reworking is involved? If it is judged to be well-written and or within the writer's ability to rework, it is returned to the author requesting revision. Now, the authors have read this thing, and they see some potential, but they also see some areas that need to be fleshed out or uh, maybe reworked or somehow needs to be, some changes need to be made. Revision requirements are noted on the manuscript. We go through it line by line, word by word, and we use uh, the word uh, a function for, um, for corrections and uh, editing. And so you will get these little notes in the, in the manuscript where the revisions need to be made. If it is judged to be beyond fixing, the story goes nowhere, or if it's a grammatical disaster, the author is notified that it is rejected and why. No attempt at revision will be requested or accepted. And this is what we said with the, the three, that was bad enough with the first three chapters, but if the first three chapters looked like it was going to have some potential, but when we saw the paper, um, I guess not, not as much potential as we had thought, and the paper is, is really beyond where we want to help them fix. So we will submit then, uh, we will ask the authors to go back to, uh, to their critique groups 
or wherever their editors or whoever and and try to fix it up as best uh, they can, uh, but not for us, for another publisher. But this should give the, uh, give you, as the author, a chance to rework your work and possibly get, even if you submit it to another publisher, which you will, uh, it gives you a leg up on that. You've got some extra help in creating something that, that might be uh, interesting to some other publisher. So we try to help as much as we possibly can. The author returns, the, all right, now, if you've decided you're going to fix this thing, the author returns the revised copy. It is again sent to the editors for another round of reading and editing. If the revised copy still needs work, the author again receives an edited draft and is asked to revise again. Now, this can go on for some time, but hopefully not too long because either the author or the publisher, us, are going to get a little tired of this over and over and over again. And um, it, has to, it, it has to go somewhere. Either it goes back to the author and we say, look, I, I think that, you know, we, we've just run out of time and, and uh, options here. And you need to, to settle this thing down on your own and maybe submit it somewhere else. So it's a form of rejection, really. Uh, if the manuscript is judged to be well revised, the author receives a letter requesting a final copy, an instruction sheet, and a publishing contract offer. No, I'm not going to read another re instruction sheet. Uh, it's not too awfully different from the uh, full manuscript requirements. Uh, it just simply says to take a look at it finally, make sure it's the best it can be, and, uh, and, you know, and then send it in. Now, the author is encouraged to ask any questions he or she has regarding the contract. Because if you got, we to asked you if you were interested in a contract, and if you replied back saying yes, then we will send the contract. But we will say uh, to ask any questions that you may have, because authors very often do have questions uh, the wording is uh, very legalese, and sometimes it is a little misleading and difficult. And if you want to go ahead and get your own uh, lawyer involved, that's perfectly fine. Uh, in fact, many authors do that, and oftentimes there's uh, organizations such as SCBWI and, uh, and some of the writing organizations uh, do suggest that you get a contract, uh, a, a, a lawyer that's interested and knows a little bit about uh, publishing contracts. So that's a, a, a very uh, a good idea. Okay, and uh, if the author is, <clears throat> let's see, if more questions are raised, the process is repeated until there are no more questions. If the author is satisfied, he or she will print and sign two copies, then mail them both to the Suaro Books. If we, we, will in, we will countersign them in uh, both and mail one to the author for the file and keep one copy for our files. 
Upon signing the contract, the author is requested to return a final submission with all corrections made according to the instruction sheet for final submissions provided with the contract offer. The letter instructing the author to submit a final copy is similar to the letter I just read. Now, um, if you have signed the contract and you're ready to submit your final manuscript, make sure it's the best you can do. Read it aloud and make sure it flows easily and there are no stumbling blocks. Suggestion, have someone who is not familiar with the text read it aloud to you. Now that helps because that shows you what the reader is up against. And if the reader stumbles or says, wait a minute, you know, this, this doesn't work or something like that or can't, can't put it together, then you know that that needs to be fixed. Okay, and all the formatting is still re is required, uh, similar, same as the full manuscript, um, no page numbers and... No italics, and italics are for inner thoughts only, and do not underline. This is not the typewriter anymore. Uh, you do have a, a, a function on Word to uh, italicize, so use it. And send it back to uh, me at saworobooks.com. Now, for this uh, the one thing that is different on this one is that the word and page count and pricing structure are shown. And this is, the, this is how we uh, price books that we publish. For ebooks, it's 10,000 words to 20,000 words. The book will sell at 395. 20,000 to 60,000 words at 495, and over 60,000 words at 595. Now that's for ebooks. Now for paper, we have 80 to 100 pages. This is we do this by page count rather than word count as we did for ebooks. For paper, we do 80 to 120 pages is 995. 120 pages to 300 pages is 1195 and over 300 pages is 1495. And those are the prices that we assign to books when we publish them. And uh, I don't know of any exceptions. And they're also all black and white. We do not publish in color. So that's another, uh, another thing to keep in mind. Okay, now, no further work will be done on the manuscript until the contract, signed contract is received. Upon receipt of the contract, the manuscript will be distributed to the layout editor to be designed for publication. At the same time, a graphics artist will be assigned to develop a cover for the book. The author will have little or no voice in the cover design as stated in the signed contract. And why that is, is because we judge the cover and use the cover design that we feel is best suited to sell the book. And that's what we're really about. 
Now, we have about a few takeaways here. There are uh, writing the query letter, the do's and don'ts. All right, for query letter do's, remember that you have to give us some indication of what the book is about, what you're about, what gives you the uh, the right to write this book, and what what is your background that uh, is is helps you set up the story, and what is uh, what is the the likely uh, word count for it, all that kind of stuff. The query letter is is absolutely the most important thing you will ever write because it actually gets the publisher's attention. And if you've ever tried to do that to some of the large publishers, you'll find out how difficult it is to get their attention because first of all, you usually have to start out with an agent, so we don't even we don't use agents at all, and so this gives the author a chance to get heard at some easier level. All right, then you are submitting the first three chapters, and why does that matter so much? The three chapters are what's selling your idea above and beyond the query letter. You, you got the query letter gets our attention. The first three chapters gets, gives us an indication that, yeah, I guess this guy does know how to write and is writing pretty good. And if this keeps up through the whole manuscript for the whole book, uh, it could be a really good book. It could be a seller. Okay, so we decide that we want to see more. So submitting the full manuscript, give it all you got. And that's where you have to have this thing really working uh, at, to the best of your ability. Do the story as well as you can. Uh, some of these hints about reading, having somebody else read it to you or you reading it to somebody else uh, is a very good uh, way to figure out whether the story is coming around or not. And so you, uh, you must give it all you got again. Now the final copy on the contract, yippee. But that is only the beginning because first you have to get the book in its final, cop, final form and getting the book in its final form is not probably quite as easy as you thought it was because you have to have, everything has to be where it has to be, where the editors have told you it has to be. And given that, you have to have uh, worked, <coughs> excuse me, it has to have worked and worked and worked. And the contract, if you have any questions, be sure it's all asked ahead of time because once you sign it, it is a legal document and you have to sign it and if it's not signed, we don't publish. That's all there's to it. And I've had authors refuse to sign, and I said, well, we've done all we can do, and we will, uh, uh, you know, we'll close it off at this point. So, and in the process of that, I think that's what we will do, is close this show off because, um, 
I think I've told you about all you need to know for Sewer Books. If you want to send it in, send it in and get a query started. And uh, next week, stay tuned next week for we will talk to three different authors who have won awards for their books that were published through Saguaro Books. And this will be a real interesting story on how to, uh, maybe after your book is published, to get an award. So we'll go to closing now. Thank you for tuning in to Saguaro Books Radio Hour. Host Mary Nickham invites you to join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll have more to discuss then.